And greetings, greetings, everyone. This is Griffin Gaming RPG, and welcome to the Soul Citizens. And we are back again on another Sunday evening. Happy to see every one of you. Appreciate you guys swinging in again to hang out with us. And uh, this week, we are doing a very interesting and different show. But before we get into that, I want to introduce first our guests. And I will go with ladies first. Green-eyed gal, say hey to everybody. Hello, hello, Soul Citizens. How are we doing today? Happy to see you guys one more week. I'm getting reverb. Are you? Are your speakers turned up a little bit? Or are you going through your headphone only? Headphone only. Okay, maybe it's me. I don't know. Let me see if I can find out why. All right. Standard, I know you're in the room. Let me know if you're hearing that delay, too, because I got an echo that was coming when she was talking. And next, we will introduce the one, the only, Fastcart. What's up, Fastcart? Okay, I'm not hearing Fastcart at all. That's because he's muted. <laughs> you're muted. On my end, it says you're muted. You're not muted? Yes, I was. Oh, okay. Yes, I was. I never unmuted. Gigi, that's a first. That's a first. Have you ever seen Fastcart miss hey, the mute? Hey, I've never it's, seen it's it. It's been 21 years. It's been 21 shows. It had to happen one time. <laughs> this is true. This and, is true. Anyway, I'm Fastcart, also, also known as FC. I uh, hope you have a good show. We all feel a great start, right? Always. Always, right? Always. 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 You know, it's always something technical with us, but one of these days we're going to get a show with no technical at all. Um, anyway, I think we had a couple of them. Yeah, yeah, we have. We have. We've had a couple. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, I wanted to say thanks for the subscription to Standard Deviation. Thank you very much. Oh, awesome. Thank you, Standard. We appreciate that. Awesome. Three, Three months. months. Woo, woo, woo. Thank you, brother. Awesome. Uh, Miss Hearts, good to see you. As always, there's Table of Horrors. Ooh, awesome. <laughs> good to see you here today. Listen, again, we're going to be doing something different today uh, on the show. We are going to go into Star Citizen live. Yes, we are going to go in live. Well, I shouldn't say live. We're going to go into the PTU. Um, and this is going to be a risky venture because, as you guys know, the PTU can be unstable. And so... When oh, we go, it'll go perfectly. It'll go perfectly. It'll like Just like this show, right? Okay. So, <laughs> oh, we everything lost. Everything will be fine. Everything will be fine. Okay. Oh, oh table horse. Table horse. Thank you for the sub. Thank you. Thank you for the sub. Table James horse. Brown thanks you. Awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, we are going to go into the PTU today, and uh, Fastcart and Gigi are going to kind of be the eyes and ears while I'm doing the walking around. Uh, but we're going to be going in because, as you guys know, update three point one zero three ten is out now and we are not going to do a lot of wandering around we want to make our way particularly to the factory line uh as you guys know factory line was uh it was actually in the game when we first opened new babbage but the store itself was closed so we saw it and we saw the doors up but <clears throat> with this new patch they've opened it up now either neither of you guys have had the chance to go into 310 yet is that correct Correct. Correct. Okay, so this is going to be their first time virtually going in since they haven't been able to go in via the game. Um, and so we are going to take a spin at that. So I'm going to bring up the game here and hopefully we're going to wake up in our bed here. So hopefully this is what you guys will see. Alrighty, here we go. Alright, we are in our hab at Microtech. This is my neat, my place is always neat like this, by the way. 
<laughs> Griff, don't tell everybody you've got OCD, but yeah, I know. I yes, I do have OCD. <laughs> I am really bad. See, it, and, and it is nighttime outside, guys, which is so awesome, right? Okay, but we're not here to take a tour of Microtech because we know many of you guys have done that already. We are making our way over to, um, yeah, the, uh, what's the name of the store, the store called again? <laughs> the factory line? The factory uh, line. Yeah. So let me ask you guys, because I know you, you guys have both seen enough about New Babbage itself. Is there anything about Microtech or New Babbage that you guys, like, really stands out to you? Uh, the planet itself, the biomes, the different biomes. I, I particularly like that one biome when it looks like, look like something from, from out of the, 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 song, the sound of music. Yeah, and all those um, flowers and the uh, plantations, oh. not plantations, um, planting stuff. Oh boy, oh boy. You digressed, you digressed really well there for a moment, huh? Your flashback or something? What the heck? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we're in the lot. We're in the lo we're in the lobby of the nest. <laughs> there always has to be one comment during the show, you know that, always right? Always one. <laughs> that was a slip of the tongue. That was that was not me trying to be funny. That time. Oh, I was yeah. a slip of the tongue, yeah. honest. <laughs> okay, well, we are making our way down to the metro loop, and uh, we I'm... want. To... I'm sorry, Gigi. Yeah, you didn't get to tell us what your part was. No, was I was it? gonna say I do. I actually again because it's me but it's so pretty yeah it is you know what i mean it's so gorgeous everything's white and blue and lit up and it almost is like a party <laughs> so is this like yeah, you I like mean, this like, better than hurston everything like is better than hurston <laughs> he's not wrong no it's like i was complaining about this the, the, the 600i being too pristine this is this is just enough you know yeah because it's got the scuffs in the floor like that you mean stuff like mm -hmm. that yeah yeah it has imperfections that makes it you know it, it, it looked lived in as opposed to the six hundred I would look like. Knowing it's stuck foot in it, it's fresh out the factory. I love that it. look though. I love that sleek. Nobody's touched it. Not a fingerprint anywhere on it. Look like just yes, it's mine, and nobody has even looked at it. Nobody's <laughs> on it. Only me. <laughs> that was a big point of contention because when the ships came out and they issued them with the kind of worn look to them. There were a lot of people who didn't like that because they felt like, hey, I just bought this ship brand new. Why does it look like it came out of a used car lot? You know, and then there are other people that do like the fact that that realism is there, like as if they have been using the ship. So, you know, there's some six of one, half a dozen of the other, I guess, depending on how people feel about it. Right. By the way, this is the fastest I've ever seen a tram going in game. This is. <laughs> it's got to go faster than the, than the other tram. Oh, it does. It does. In fact, this does about 140 meters per second because you can get in a... I took a P-72 and tried to race it, and it matched the, the speed of that down here, so... Oh, really? Um, you, yeah, I, I couldn't catch up with it. Yeah, I, I couldn't <laughs> catch up with it. I tried to catch up with it. I could, I could fly the same speed, but I couldn't catch up with it, so... And that was the max that it was able to do. Okay, so we are making our way up. Yeah, I, there was one time I was in New Babbage, I was for the um, Invictus Week, and I kept falling through the floor by the elevator trying to get out to the um, to the spaceport. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, so as you guys know, there are two different directions you can go here. We are going to go this way because this takes us to Fastcart's favorite part. Well, let's talk about this first off. Uh, climbing wall, right? 
it'll be interesting to see if they actually make this where players can use this and uh, have some type of game or something, mini-game. Hey, Coffee, good to see you. Hey, Coffee. I'm going to kind of speed yeah, Stella. How you doing? Yeah, I'm going to kind of yeah, speed through this area. Stellar I Bell. love this area, though. It's so beautiful. I don't think I've been to this part. Yeah, I went through directly to the spaceport, so I, I avoided it. I didn't see this part. Oh, well, you probably just didn't pay attention to this route, because I'm sure you've seen the other part here. So when we get yeah, here... I've seen it, I didn't go... I didn't... When I was in game, I didn't go through Oh, so you didn't come to the club? Oh! Huh? Mm-mm. Okay, well, we want to bring you guys down to Wally's. There's a reason why we're bringing you guys here. Some of you guys know in 310 one of the things that they did was they implemented uh, the bartenders and the bartenders are um, a part of the design for AI and a lot of people were saying well why are they putting bartenders in of all the things but this is like the foundation for how AI are going to interact with us in stores and shops and all types of stuff so um, the other thing that's very cool is that before as you notice there's an NPC talking to him that wasn't there before. The NPCs were not interacting in any way. And quite often when you go near them, you'll actually hear them having a conversation. <clears throat> I don't know if we'll hear one now. Doesn't look like it because they're just kind of staring at each other. They're giving each other the stare down. Oh, wow. Why did my game just disappear? Okay, there we go. Uh, but I'm going to see if I can get one of the AI. Well, you know what? what's weird? There's usually three guys working the bar. There's only one guy working it now. You picked the wrong server. Yeah, and it's nighttime. Downtown. Yeah, and it's nighttime too, which is the other thing that's kind of strange. That uh, you would think that that's when more bartenders would be here, but uh, yeah, it doesn't look like that's what's happening right now. So, I tell you what, since we're not going to be able to get a bartender to interact with us, which I was hoping we would, because usually <laughs> when you come up here, they detect you after about thirty seconds to a minute. But uh, we'll see. We'll give them thirty seconds. Coming right up. There he is. He said, coming right up. And that's talking to that guy here. See, there was a bit of a delay with him responding to what the NPC requested of him. Wish I could take that drink from him. Nope, can't do it. Alright, let's see if he comes over. Here he is. See? There we go. So what is it going to be, fast cart? Beer or liquor? I get liquor. Get the hard stuff. Whiskey cola? Mm -hmm. That's all we got to get from him. Okay, fine. I was going to ask for um for, tra for Traven, but oh well. Okay. Now, here's one of the bug issues that they talked about. And you can see that there's a delay before he's responding. Um, and it was similar to what happened with the NPC. He went back into the standing position, and it took a few seconds before he actually started fulfilling what you requested. So... We'll give him 30 seconds and see if he actually starts making the drink. And if he doesn't, we're going to just start heading over to the factory line. Hmm. So, what, so what kind of music are they playing right now? Because I, I don't have the, the stream turned up. You know what? I'm not hearing it. You know why? Because it's still dusk. Um, it's not completely dark outside yet. And once it goes dark, dark, you start hearing the music. Now, here's nah, the other okay. thing. Because we're in PTU, it may not even be working. But I know it's not until it goes completely dark that you hear the DJ up there playing music. So when we came in, I could still see it was daylight outside. All right, looks like we've given him his time frame, even though he asked us what we wanted, and we told him we wanted a whiskey and coke. Yeah. 
All right, let's see if he puts his hands on the bar one more time. And if he doesn't do it after that, then we're going to go ahead and roll. Yeah, what is he waiting for? <laughs> He's giving us the stare down. Mm -hmm. He's like, where's the money first, buddy? All right. <laughs> doesn't look like Our we're having any luck with that. Yeah, it's a credit. Yeah, I guess I should stay within uh, character here. Credits. Mm -hmm. All right. Doesn't look like we're going to get him. Try <laughs> standard. You want me to flip him off? Are you serious? That would be like so rude, right? Okay. He's not responding. And again, normally there are three bartenders back here. There's only one. So we're going to say that this guy is just bugged out. And we're going to step away from the bar. Watch it. He'll start pouring the drink as soon as we step away, probably. Probably. No luck. Good choice. There, yeah, good choice. See what I tell you? See that mess? <laughs> and you can see it's daylight outside. So actually, it must be going to become morning because it was dark when we were in our room. He's not standing on a chair. That's true, Coffee. They actually have made it where less of them are doing that. The infamous chair standing ritual. But uh, I don't know. Alright, there's our whiskey. Thank you, sir. And uh, we will drink it. Have a drink. Cheers. Straight down tube standard. Not messing around with this one, buddy. No Amen. sips. What can I tell you for? Oh, I'd watch an arm. I'd watch an inside. Not inside. Threw that back, eh? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I was watching Star Citizen Live earlier today, and they were talking about the bartenders. They say it's not gonna be in 310, but um, our characters will have the ability to get drunk after yes. um, someday. Well, some of you guys may remember that you used to be able to get drunk when you had the, uh, remember the, uh, what was it called? Fast cart? The bar. The, the bar, bar that you could fill up in your hangar. Part. Yeah, remember that? Yeah. You get a few swigs um, off a few of those bottles, and your eyes would get blurry, and you could actually pass out. There I go. All right, so yeah, it's getting to be daytime, so let's make our way back. Yeah. So where's the sunrise? Can you see the sunrise from where you are? Uh, no. I think it comes up down that way. The way it looks uh -huh. here. So yeah, we're just... Uh, Hence why there was no none of your uh, hot, steamy Studio 54 disco music playing when we went to the bar. So that's it. Mental refinement cabinet of rare and exquisite um, spirits. That was Try it. To say that, that was the name. Try of to it. say that five times fast. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Gigi, this looks like this is where you'd be first thing in the morning. Uh, out yeah. working out. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, okay. It takes effort to look this way. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's nothing. But I feel like right now, I'm a yoga, I'm a yoga girl. What are you gonna say, Pascal? You're not gonna ask. You're not, you're not gonna ask me if I work out. You, you, you think this body comes naturally? I'm sure it does. I'm sure you work out <laughs> every day. Every day, I'm sure. <laughs> okay, so we are at the factory line store. And before, if you guys remember, this big uh, ad was up here at the top. Yes, we did see that. Uh, but the doors to factory line were closed, so we're gonna head on down there now. And take a look and see what they've got. They got a little logo on the wall over here. We started by revolutionizing personal computing, and we never stopped. See, those glass floors make me make me afraid I might fall through a crack it or something. All right, there's your Moby Glass 101. Back in the day when it was a big brick, right? Hmm. And it says underneath here, when Magnus Tobin released the first generation Moby Glass in 2818, 
It changed the way the Empire thought about wearable devices, from its unique holographic display and unmatched security to its intuitive software. The Moby Glass was the foundation for a whole new era of seamlessly integrated lifestyle computing that Microtech continues to innovate and revolutionize. Ta-da! Yes, stellar vintage Moby Glass. Absolutely. So let's take a look, and you guys can see, as Fastcart was saying, Here's that old uh, freaky floor that they put in that can uh, freak everybody out when you walk on it. Let's go downstairs. I'm sorry if this movement is making anybody sick right now. No, I got the screen at the perfect size. Not <laughs> okay. me at all. All right, so we're down on... This is actually a, a double level, actually. We're down on the first, I guess, sub-level of the store. And does anybody want to say what this reminds them of? <laughs> Slight influences by Stephen Jobs. Only a little bit. Slight. <laughs> Only a little bit. No, see, I, 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 I'm an Android person. I don't, I don't have Apple kind of money, so I, I've never been. I've never been. <laughs> okay, so let's go over here and take a look here at the first item. Um, I don't know if you can read that, Gigi. Can you read all that? Or is it too small? Probably too small. Uh, when the worst happened. You can read it. Yeah. When the worst happens, you're going to need the best. With advanced diagnostics and multi-level encoding, the IcePick Crypto Key from Microtech offers powerful enterprise-level IT solutions that are ready to meet your team's growing security needs and help you manage even the toughest data freeze. Okay. So, Dang, Gigi, I want your eyes. You got good eyes. <laughs> you're really considering both of us had glasses on, and she read it. So there you go. Um, here's one of the things about this particular piece. The ice pick is uh, currently, it's used as a crypto key, like the keys that can be bought at Levski. Uh, the cool thing about these is that they are in game currently, and they only cost 1,500 credits to buy uh, versus the 3,000 or 5,000 or $8,000 that you pay for any other crypto key. So if you want the discount crypto key gang, this is where you come to pick it up. My, I was told today by my friend Cosmic Trader that these keys will also be possibly used later for hacking so it'll be interesting to see if that is the case that they uh, decide to use these for hacking later on okay there is another description here is it the same one no there we go how about that one Gigi there is no time for guesswork when it comes to getting your system back online and running the crosslink 3 rep data line with a pinpoint response Tech can not only provide faster access, it can do it without interrupting vital slack flow, stack flows. So basically that was a whole lot of jibber jab and we don't know what it means, but uh, yeah, <laughs> maybe as Cosmic said, this will be something that will be used later on for hacking. So that's the ice pick gang, the ice pick. Let's go around to the next area. What fast cart were you gonna say? I understood some of those words. Yeah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's go over here. There's another one to read. read that one the verse as it was meant to be seen included with every mobi glass 2.0 the reverie ar lens integrates seamlessly into your life with real-time personalized contextual information stay up to date while on the move and with accurate data projected next to a generation all-day wear lens that is so comfortable comfortable you'll forget it's even there but won't want to be without now what i found out about these because i had never heard about these right? i heard that they were going to come up with some type of ar thing but what I realized these are, for those of you who have visited Twitch Pacheco, you'll notice that she has these in her eyes. 
So this is the same type of cybernetic or device that they're going to give us that gives us some type of AR, some type of uh, alternate reality, I guess. Uh, whether this will be something to replace the Moby Glass in some form or whether it will produce some other information, we don't know. But we have seen it in-game. The cool thing about this place, guys, when I came over here was that I started realizing that all those things that they've put in the game, some of the things they've put in the game that didn't have a description, down here mm -hmm. you find out what they're for. So we want to encourage everybody, when you get a chance, check out this store. It's, it really is worth looking at because the tech that they're going to be giving us for personalized items and items for our ships and even for our hangars, you'll be able to purchase down here. Okay? So, so you my question is, whoever wants Go to ahead. go first. Can you imagine how crazy you'd be after an hour of consistently streaming information in your eyes <laughs> yeah <laughs> fry your brain yeah fry your brain a little bit come on 20 years ago people would have said the same thing about the cell phone so your brain the brain adapts i guess yeah no, but that's a lot of adaptation to expect <laughs> it is it is it really is in fact you know what i just saw recently a piece on youtube where they showed someone having um vr contact lenses and it's amazing to see these things. Um, it, it runs off of a, a, a like a little signal that goes to a battery pack that you carry that powers it for 24 hours. But they're contact lenses, and you can see that's going to be the direction. Now I have a VR headset, and I know when I first got it, it took a little while for me to adjust to it. I put it on now, I, my eyes adjust to it with no problem. What I do notice is when I take it off, how I feel, because I kind of get sucked into it. You know what I mean? So you're right, Gigi. It'll be kind of interesting to see physically how people bodies really do adjust to these things. You know, Paul, if you keep it in 24 hours, you won't you won't need to adjust. Take it when you take them out. You don't, there won't be a need to take them on and off. So. Yeah, yeah. Okay. My, my question was. Uh, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Oh, uh, my question was: um, are, are those eyeballs or, or were those contact lenses? They're, they're AR before? lenses. They're 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 AR okay. lenses. Yeah. Um, and, so, and if so, you look so, at the diagram. So they even show it to you. Mm -hmm. Every time we even look at a trick to take her, I thought she had actual cybernetic eyes. That's what I thought too. That's the only reason why I'm assuming that it is the same thing is because her eyes spin like that. If you zoom in on her face, they look just like that. So I don't know if that gives her some type of. She does have the cybernetics, right? She has the arm and some other stuff going on. Because uh, mm -hmm. supposedly she got injured. But whether or not this is an enhancement because of the injury or just some other enhancement that she's using for her business. You know, God only knows. We'll find out, I guess, right? So here's version oh my. two. Mm, go ahead. Oh my God, Star Helix. HDMI. <laughs> HDMI. That's funny. Moby Glass 2. This is the new version of the Moby Glass. Let's, uh, GG, if you can honor us with that one. Moby Glass wrist mount. Why choose between comfort and style? With stay cool nano breezeways woven throughout and the introduction of our long wear latching system, your Moby Glass now feels as good as it looks. Okay. Hmm. So we're all familiar with the Moby Glass and we know that they're going to be putting out a new version of it using building blocks. Uh, with this device, what's different about this device currently is that the functionality is still the same, but what they did was they gave them different colors. So if you buy this one is sand and it costs four thousand uh, AUEC. This one here is woodland casing and it's they're all four thousand by the way. They, I don't think the prices change. 
This Wait, one here so is you're saying, charcoal. What you're saying is, when you get to the gold color one, it, it, it doesn't cost one thousand dollars. No. Credit more. Thank God, no. Each one of these has a different color. They don't do anything. Your Moby Glass color will still come up blue, so it doesn't change anything. But oh, okay. they did say on Friday on Inside Star Citizen uh, or Star Citizen Live, rather, they said that they will actually change the color eventually, and they will do much more than what they currently do. Uh, but for now. You know, you can buy one, uh, but once again, the only difference is, is that the color of your band is different. Other than that, there's no different in functionality. Uh, there's a big display of it on the wall back there. Classic remaster. Let's go take a look at another item down here. And you can see there are assistants down here to help you with any of your needs. They even have their little tablets with them if you want to make your purchases. That's not they... an Apple store at all. Yeah, I wonder where they got that <laughs> idea from, right? Yeah, no. Hey, it could have been Best Buy. You never know. <laughs> no, it could not have been Best Buy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's an item that's been redone. And some of us who are in Star Citizen back at 2.3, 2.4 will remember this item. GG, I know this is a weird angle. I don't know if you can read that or not. Is that readable? Yeah. Okay. Microtech inspired to do more. More powerful, more impressive, the latest generation of Microtech MuSimPod provides a smoother, richer simulation than ever before. From sim games to cutting-edge training pro programs, immersive, immersive reality has never... Never looked. Looked overhauled. Next-gen lament graphical processor. What will the Muse inspire you to experience today? Okay. So some of you guys may remember when we had these sim pods back in the day, we had them in our hangars. And this used to be the way that when you wanted to go into do, um, oh God, what's it called? No. Arena Commander. Arena Commander. <laughs> you would get in this <laughs> and it works like a little holographic thing. You sit inside of it and then it would put you inside of a cockpit and you would do your combat fighting in there. Well, evidently they are going to be reissuing this. Uh, assuming that it could be placed in your hangar, maybe even in your ship, who knows? Um, but yeah. People like me who are terrible pilots would absolutely love one. There you go. Right. <laughs> God only knows how much this thing is going to probably cost, considering a freaking uh, Moby Glass was 4000 I'd have to wonder how yeah. much these are going to run. <laughs> uh, and, you know, I like the new updated look of these because, the, you know, yeah. the, uh, the old Sim Card Sim Sim look kind of dated. Yep. But these ones look classy and I like them. Yep. It's very, very cool. And I can imagine, I can imagine brand names are rather than Pod doing something looking differently. And they mentioned this will be used for both Sim games as well as training. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, let's go back here. Take a look. Here's a new item. Another item. The Microtech, uh, it's called the Glass, if I'm not mistaken. And thank you, Tether Plays, for following. Appreciate that. Let's take a look at this real quick. There you go, G. Elevate your performance without sacrificing portability. The latest Glass features lightning, fast 7th generation interlaced processors that scored 97 points on the prestigious Crowder test, making it the current best-in-class in handheld computing. There you go. In other words, get your iPads here. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> now, it'll be interesting to see what these are going to be used for. Um, it mentions data collecting, so I don't know if that means this works uh, 
for recording information or similar to like a, I'm thinking about Star Trek, like a tricorder. Um, I'm sure there are a lot of different things that it could be used for inventory when you're doing your cargo runs. Um, but evidently it's portable, so it's something you can take with you. Um, but uh, yeah, that's it. The glass pad. Very, very cool. I wonder if it comes with LTR. You know, you got to love these people from CIG. They come up with these innovative ideas that no one ever came up with. I have to wonder sometimes. Let's see. All right, now this one blew me away. I did not expect to see this. When I saw the logo on the wall, I'm like, what? And then it dawned on me what it was. This was pretty amazing. It's called the Optiviz. And let's uh, see if we can get Gigi to read that one. There we go. Optiviz Vicebacks. Information is only useful if you access it when it is most needed. From hospitals to boardrooms, Optiviz provides new ways to access the data you need, most when you need it, with an embedded invisible liquid display. You know, Gigi, you made the mistake that I said once. One time I was reading from the Bible and I said Psalm Siv because I didn't know it was in Roman, Roman numerals. So I did CIV. Uh, that makes more sense. <laughs> so, yeah, the Optus, the Optus six. Yeah, sense. six. I know. I did six. the same thing. Don't worry. I did it. Yeah. All right. So some of you guys recognize this. What is that? That's the monocle. There the you monocle. go. The monocle. And I bet it, it doesn't cost $70 like it does in India. <laughs> so the cool thing about this that blew me away was that many of us got, have the monocle. Some of us got it in game. And, you, and those of you who know how you got it, it was once you reach a certain level in your contributions, you get a top hat and a monocle. Most of us always treated it as just being something cosmetic. But what's cool is this is actually going to be something integrated into the game and useful. Yes, yes, contribution. Yes, yes, your donations here. So there will be an invisible liquid display that will give you information. And they mention here from boardrooms to hospitals. So... You know, I'm curious what that means as far as information. What would you be bringing up to look at? But I like the fact that this is not just cosmetic, that it actually has a function in the game. So don't need your top hat. All you need is your Optiviz. Okay. Okay, we are almost done on this level. Or are we? Actually, I think we are. And as I mentioned, there are two levels to this floor. So we're going to go down to level two as soon as i find the stairs where are they ah there they are over there and as you can see level one is the lobby where we were upstairs level two where we are now consumer products and then there is level three how do you pronounce that Ferkley? uh the floor no the Ferkley amphitheater fickery fickery i don't know fickery i guess Fikery, I don't know, Fikry, who knows? We'll have, to, we'll have to watch one of the shows and see what they call it. They all call stuff different names themselves all the time. Okie dokie. I like how people have I like how they have people walking walking up and down the stairs. Yep, the AI is getting better. It is definitely getting much better. Um, let's take a look at this item here, if I can find where the description is for it. Oh, I know there's a description down here somewhere. Oh, there it is. Okay, there you go. Mirage Hollow Projector. 
Making holograms that look great in perfect conditions is easy. Designing a projection system with smoother motion and increased depth of view that could be visible in real world conditions with this kind of clarity was nothing short of a technological marvel. So, this is it. It's a hollow projector of some form. Now, I don't know what they're going to use this for. This could be something, obviously, this is really simply cosmetic. For example, if you notice, they have like the little butterflies flying above it. I don't know if it's just something that's going to be that you can do your apartment up and have nice little things. Uh, whether you use it as a form of communication, uh, like in Star Wars, when you want to talk to somebody over a distance. Uh, whether it could be used uh, in battle, in the sense to display something that's not really there. Um, it'll be interesting to see. You guys got any ideas of how they could use that, something like that, a hollow projector? I would assume it would be a myriad of things. I would, I would, I don't imagine them making a hollow projector with a single use mm. in mind. So I'm going to, I would think it would be all of those things. I would think it would be aesthetics. I would think it'd be the ability to, for communication and to, you know, bring up things to show. I'm, I'm going with like a Tony Stark sort of situation. You can mm. do whatever you like with it, really. You get it up there and then play with it as it goes. Heather says it could be like the doctor from Voyager. Gotta have it. <laughs> That's a right, good point. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, what I'm thinking is that you 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 install it into a mechanical or dry device. Let's say a droid, and you know, whenever you need some help, say help me. You're, mm. you're my only hope. That would be pretty cool. Actually, to be honest with you, even though you're kidding, it would be actually cool to tie it in some type of way where it does connect, like with your ship or something. I mean, it could, like Gigi was saying, maybe even navigation could come up on it or map. I mean, there's a lot of things that you could use a holographic projector for. So, very cool. Another item that they got. Uh, here's another object that a lot of people will be interested in, the next two in particular. J2 Smiling Viking, 07. Hey, J2. There we go. Opticore Avionics. Featuring unlocked Nexeron process cores, the latest Microtech avionic platforms push the boundaries of performance flight and can handle the advanced computational needs of the mo modern vehicles being manufactured today. So this one they mentioned is for avionics. And so the assumption obviously is it says here, elevate your ship's potential. So whether this is some type of AI that allows you to perform better with your ship or handle certain functions of your ship, if you're a solo fighter, a flyer, or even if you're in a multi-crew ship, but you use it in the place of possibly a co-pilot or a navigator, um, possibly, I don't know, you guys got any ideas of what that could be? Because it talks about elevating your ship's potential. Frankly, it looks like a giant SIM card. I'm assuming you're installing it somewhere on your ship and it's going to, you know, assist your flight mechanics somehow. Make you go faster, improve yeah. maneuver maneuverability. Mm. Right. Mm. Oh, it would be interesting if you could, if you could drop them. A little bit better and stuff. Yeah. It would be interesting if you could drop one out for like atmosphere uh, maneuverability versus space maneuverability. Mm. That would be. Firecycle, thank you. Thank you for Firecycle or Sickle. Thank you for the follow. Um, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. It does as you mentioned, GG, it looks like it does plug in because of the gold ridges on the bottom. At the very top, it says insert this way up, uh, so it does slide down. They actually have something like this in one of the missions. Um, the mission that you get from the old guy at the junkyard on Hurston, when you go out to the down satellite, 
you actually pull a card out like this. It's similar. It's not this exact oh, same wow, card, okay. remember? But you do pull something out like this, like a big circuit board that it looks like for him. Uh -huh. But as Gigi said, this looks like a drive almost because of that center thing there. So it's kind of hard to say what it is. But it, evidently it helps with avionics, some type of possible AI or control that helps you, you know, perform better. That's a lot of cool things that it could possibly do. All I bet right. this one let you. I bet this one let you buy the kettle one in twelve in twelve points. <laughs> All right, let's look at this one. Memvio Booster Blade, dedicated Memtrace computation architecture, supports concurrent returns across a wide range of active functions to allow the Memvio to greatly increase your ship's movement to mo uh, moment to moment data output. Thank you, J2, okay. for that. The Clovis Danley missions. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Danley missions. Thank you for telling us the name of that mission over at uh, Hurston. Um, this is something that a lot of people have been waiting on. You guys have been hearing people talk about the blades for turrets. That's what this particular item is. It's the item that if you are in a ship that has turrets, uh, hammerhead, retaliator, whatever the ship may be, and you need some uh, automated system that will okay. control your guns. Now you're looking at it, right? Um, and again, God only knows what the prices for these things are going to be when it's time Man, to get them. Yeah. Um, but the fact that this is actually a physicalized unit says something. Um, do you think there's going to be a place? You know, some of our ships have these like different places where components can be plugged in. I'm curious whether or not this will there will be a space for something like this because obviously it's physicalized, right? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You know, when I, I hate to I say mean, it, but when they said blade, I kept thinking of something more like that card we just looked at. Yeah, but this yeah, thing's yeah. a big piece of equipment, you know? Well, several ships, you know, have a compartment that, that you can't open or it's or you, when you do open, it, it, it's empty and you don't know what's going inside. Right. This could be it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. My question is, when you buy stuff, do they give you a plastic bag and carry it and carry, carry it out with you? Do <laughs> leave the store, or do they, do, do, no. do they deliver it directly to your ship? They give they give you they give you an old greasy chicken box like they do at Costco, and you can put it in that and carry it out to your car. This okay. is the Apple Store. They will give you a very streamlined paper bag. <laughs> okay, let's take a walk over here. Here's an item that I didn't expect. Um, when I first saw this, I didn't even know this was an item when I saw it. I was like, what is that? I just thought it was like a table, right? But then, we read this. Whoops, let me move over a little bit. There we go. GW9 Diagnostics Cart. With more powerful simulation capabilities, the GW9 can identify problems faster than ever before while locating potential issues with an improved margin of error. Doing more than save time on costly repairs, it can save lives. So, diagnostics cart. They mentioned about costly repairs, it can save lives. Is this going to be a tool? Bet Hustler, thank you for the follow. Is this going to be a tool for those people who want to be engineers? Because at first when I saw diagnostics, I thought medical, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But maybe and maybe it could be used for that too. But they mentioned about right. you know, like it's about the ship. So I'm wondering for those people who are engineers, you know, who want to go in and check equipment to see how much wear is on it, 
uh, whether something's going to fail, what part of it's failing. This, and if you notice, this is actually on wheels. So this can be moved around. Um, yeah, it's cool. yeah, unfortunately, there's nothing on the display. But uh, evidently, will you move out the way? Uh, but evidently, this is something that's going to be able to be used on ships. And I can kind of see this definitely on larger ships. Carricks, things of that nature, where you've got somebody who's actually doing maintenance. This is just like the Dinesh bar. Someone coming by there asking if you need help. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, here's one that I really got excited about when I saw it. Strata Holosphere. You rely on accurate data to analyze situations and make critical decisions. That's why we overhauled the Strata to make interfacing with our Hellosphere as intuitive as possible under even the most severe conditions so you can keep your focus on what matters. And J2, just so you'll know, we opened this up talking about that there would be a little bit of theory crafting. What's cool is that some of these descriptions are kind of giving us an idea of where they want to go, even though they're not completely clear, but we kind of get a good idea. I can tell you for sure about this one, and I think you know this already. Uh, if you go into Update 310, when you go on ships like the Carrick, those ships that have the navigation globe that's normally been a blue ball, a hologram, that ball is gone now. There's nothing mm. but a black space there. Mm. And so that's kind of lending me to the idea for those who want to navigate, that this is the type of item, as you can see, there's a planet, and it's got all types of rings going around it, dots going around it, and I'm figuring that this is going to be what you're going to buy to equip your ship yep. <laughs> for your navigation. And it's going to cost an arm and a leg. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, people pay an arm and a leg for a character, and that doesn't come standard? Is it blank now, or do you think they're going to replace it? Well, I think else? it'll be standard on some ships, obviously, right? But who knows? This could be upgradable. You know what I mean? It may be yeah. what you have on your ship is a basic model, uh, but of course you can always upgrade. And it makes sense, like everything else, to be able to, like we have components now that upgrade from level 1 to level 3. You may get the same thing with a device like this for navigation or, or avionics or scanning. Now, of course, this is a placeholder that we're looking at right now. None of this stuff here means anything. Uh, but st even Stellar just said it. It would be cool if this, if you could be able to do upgrades. So the fact that we're seeing that this is kind of the direction they're moving in, and this actually does look kind of three-dimensional when you look at it. I'm sorry. I know it doesn't come across that way probably on the stream, but uh, it looks pretty amazing. And so to be able to see something like this... Uh, when you're at the in the uh, the front the fore part of your ship in the cockpit, um, and even in areas like on the um, on the Carrick, where they have the stellar cartography room, you know it would be really really cool to be able to see uh, this level of detail for navigation, um, you know, and mapping and all that other good stuff. Mm -hmm. I imagine not only it's going to be expensive to buy. Imagine having to pay to install it on your ship too. Charging you twice. Yep. Yeah, well, that would be interesting if they did that. That would be interesting. Okay, and we're going to hit our last item that's here. We've seen quite a few items. Now, some of you guys recognize this. This was actually sold as a flare item for hangers. Hollow tables. Uh, when, you, when you buy them as a flare right now, you get the table... And there's some type of fixed item over it. For some of them, it was Port Olasar. For some of them, it was another type of station. 
Uh, and I always thought it would just be nothing more than flair. Again, similar to the uh, the monocle. I just thought these were things that were just nice and you know cosmetic that they put into the game. But evidently, Me too. these are going to be incorporated and usable uh, in the game. So let's take a quick look at this one. This is our last item. Mirren Hollow Table. Whether you're reviewing quarterly financials, analyzing a structural plan, or coordinating strategic movements, the Mirren is about sharing information in real time in the real world. The latest model introduces a new level of interactivity thanks to its multi-user focus that provides your team the tools they need to, for productive discussions. Any uh, suggestions what do you guys think they could be using this for? One of the bigger things you'd use a hollow table for would be like war mapping, wouldn't you? Mm. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. command the CNC um, functions on, on several ships, like, like an Idris or a Javelin or something like yeah. that. Mm -hmm. I also like the fact that this is new. They only had the big one before. They've got smaller versions, which means that for smaller ships, they can have this same type of table in them. Um, I'll tell you another ship I was thinking about because they talked about structural architectural plans. I was thinking about those people who own the Pioneer, when they want to start saying how they want to set up a base and what it will look like. Oh, yeah. Will they be able to use this as a way of laying it out ahead of time, you know, when they're building something? You can use this and the, um, the globe map that you just showed previously. That's very true. That's very true. Looks like a shared data info. Yeah. And then you can probably play air hockey on it when you're done. <laughs> you know, <laughs> considering, I mean, considering, right? I mean, it's a hollow table, which says you can do all types of cool things with it. I mean, even here, you see that there's a, the logo for Microtech is, uh, is being suspended over it. I don't know, chat. What do you guys think about some of these items? We'd love to hear your thoughts about anything that we've shown you before. I'm going to actually stop at each one of the stations on my well, way Well, it out. would be holographical table, so you wouldn't need air. Yeah. You're just hitting a holographical puck back and forth. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> this is true. Imagine, imagine playing um, 3D chess on one of those things. You, that would be so fun. You definitely have to let, 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 let the look, let the win on that yeah. one. Can you imagine holographic chess on there where yeah. you can um, talk to the pieces and they walk across the table? Oh my god, yeah. That would be insane. Okay, so let's... Chess is, your chess is too complicated for me. I, I, I'll set up for checkers. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's stop at each one of the items working our way back and give me any thoughts you guys have about this. What do you guys think about the globe? We talked about the holo table. What do you think about this whole uh, holo globe? Holo sphere, sorry, not globe. It looks like in like a you know earth model um i'm a little sad because the hologram that's already in the character looks better but <laughs> <laughs> you know i'll take it <laughs> yeah well, well again i'm saying that this would be i'm not saying take over like the cartography thing i'm saying like you know where it has like right now they're just blue balls for the planets i'm just saying if we were to see something like hard like yeah. that that's all i'm saying yeah i wouldn't yeah. want to take away from yeah. that because you're right it does look, it's gorgeous right the character is really gorgeous um, I mean, it, it looks expensive, but I want one. I'll mm -hmm. probably buy one if I ever get my Phoenix back, put it someplace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for the Phoenix, it'd be great, right? What about these? What about the diagnostic tables for the uh, mechanical things the or whatever? The diagnostic table, I'm actually really excited for, right? Because I am very much a support character player, the way that mm -hmm. I play video games. So mm -hmm. I would definitely end up being like an engineer or a nurse on someone's ship or something like that. And that, which completely streamline my job you know what i mean i can go from place to place find out what i need to do and do it as i go 
rather than trying to run around and get back and forth to a specific place that will give me the information I need and then keep it. It, it would take so much work out of it. Yeah. I, I've thought about the fact that I've always tried to figure out, like, what will these careers be like, right? Like, if you say I want to be a repair person or engineer on a ship, you know, we know that they've got components, right? And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm going to reach in my pocket and pull out this big three foot by four foot component and plug it in, right? All right. I've been trying to figure out how will that mechanic work because they do have these physicalized items, right? And how, like right now, the only way to know when a part is not working on a ship is if you happen to be in the pilot's chair, if you happen to bring up that screen that has right. that component on it and read it. So that engineer would have no idea of knowing what the status of a piece of equipment is. Um, so you're right. I think having tools like this make it more immersive, uh, gives greater responsibility to those people who have that role. And the reality is, if I'm the owner of that ship, I've got to pay for one of these because I've got to have it on my ship for whoever my engineering person is. If I want them to be able to troubleshoot what's going on on my ship, you know, I, I still want more information, whether it's for people or ship or both. But yeah. 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 Well, I wouldn't be surprised, Fastcart, either way, since they are going to do the medical career with medicine, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't use this, that there'd be something similar to it for those people mm. who are doing medical. Uh, I, w I wouldn't be surprised at all. I mean, we already know we've got the scanning equipment in ships, so something portable like that would make sense. Yeah, also, yeah, with the wheels, like you said, portable, I, I wonder if you'd be able to push it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm assuming that is the case, because the Carrick's engineering area is huge, you know, to go from one mm. end to the other. You, you would have to have something that you could that's mobile. Um, J2 mentioned that on the side of these, it looked like it's where you could plug in cards, and he's actually true. See that? Uh -huh. So that might be the case, because he was talking about those AI cards that we were looking at earlier. Plug and play, expansion slots. <laughs> yeah, the detail is really crazy for what they do with these. What do you guys think about the blades? These are the things that they're going to put in turrets. What do you think about these? Anything? It's weird because I, I was expecting that the other thing that looked like the SIM card, I mm -hmm. would expect the blade to look like that and then expect this to look like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, so they kind of yeah. did a flip-flop on us. Yeah, this looks more like an autopilot, right? More than right. the other thing. <laughs> exactly. And because right, I'm getting like CPU vibes from this thing. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like I want to plug something into the back of it like <laughs> yeah yeah um but i suppose you know it, i'm i'm going with the idea that cig knows better than i do because i know nothing so i'm letting you know give them their creative license it looks great you can't be mad at the way it looks it's a little clunky but yeah i'm for it well well, well consider this if this is microtech or uh the the, the, the factory line and, and it look clunky that, on, on here, imagine how the other brands will probably look. It'll probably be worth <laughs> so, like, Can you imagine trying to buy one at Grim Hex and it just looks like <laughs> a cardboard box? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> imagine like, uh, imagine like a great brand one. Yeah, it, it'll 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 come to pieces yeah. as soon as you put it in. in, in Man, your absolutely. So what about this now, the avionics, because Gigi just mentioned about that. What do you guys think about this in the sense of an autopilot? Or would you use something like this? Because um, my, I mean, here's my concern. People have always talked about if you are able to bring NPCs on board for your ship, right? Um, mm -hmm. NPCs, I kind of get when it comes to working a turret or something. My concern is, is that will we have, and I doubt we will, because I, I just can't picture this, but maybe CIG will come up with it. 
I, my concern is that can I hire somebody to do something on my ship? And I know you hire people for specific careers. The problem is I can't tell the guy who's in the turret, hey, I need you to go down to engineering and, and replace my shield component. My, you know, my aft shields just died. That's the thing that I don't think NPCs will be able to do. I think when you hire an NPC, it's because they have a specific job that they do. Yeah, and so, you know, my question becomes, even when it comes to piloting a ship, or, you know, this is avionics, right? Avionics is usually things that help that are like a flight assist in some form. Could this possibly be things that help you, and I'm giving another picture, bad weather, right? You know how like when you're flying into some of the places and visibility is terrible, right? Yeah. Um, will this be something that helps you in the process of flying under those type of conditions? Uh, chat again, what do you guys think? Uh, Quantum says, I dislike autopiloting, but it could be a give or take, right? Um, uh -huh. You know, or maybe it's not an autopilot, but maybe it does help you fly, as Fastcard said earlier, maybe it helps you fly better, more difficult ship or something like that. Maybe your performance is different if you happen to have this as like a, an assist that works. Imagine like different professions. Do you have one for racing, have one for exploration or something like that? Mm, interesting. Interesting. Now, Fastcard, what, what multi-cruise ship you've got? You've got an Aquila, right? Something like that. Don't you have one of the kinds or something? It. I have the Aquila and the uh, Merchantman. Okay, and the Merchantman. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm just... And I'm, a freelancer. Oh, and a freelancer. Yeah, I'm just kind of curious as mm -hmm. to what this could do, you know. Um, so, but back to the, but back mm -hmm. to the Blade real quick. Um, yeah. I'm, you're thinking... Uh, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the type of person who keeps all, uh, all my turrets slave to, to, to whatever, I, whatever I'm finding at. Mm -hmm. But uh, all my, uh, most of my ships, except for the Super Hornet, didn't have turrets on it. So mm -hmm. they, it probably, that, the Blade is probably not for me, but I can see it working for some people. Yeah, yeah. And for some people, like if you had a Hammerhead, for example, right? Um, you could see why that oh, would work out for imagine? a ship like that, you know? Are you going to need a separate blade for each turret? Well, here's the... Oh, I would think so. Honestly, I, I would think so. Because here's the deal. One of the things that CIG obviously is doing is that they're tying economics into all this stuff, right? Because these these things all sound great, but these are going to be the things that we've got to work and make money for to be able mm -hmm. to put into our ships. And, you know, we're seeing yeah. these dummy prices right now, but I'm not being funny. That Moby Glass was 4,000 UEC, UEC yep. right? So if a freaking watch is that Play much money... Now. Yeah, but my point is, if that's 4,000, how much is this is a blade or AI that controls my ship? You know what I mean? Mm. I wouldn't be surprised if I came over here and saw that this avionics core was something like thirty or 40,000, you that's know, for I'm, a ship. I was thinking 50. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and a blade, not to be funny, if you've got a multi-million dollar ship, is a blade going to cost 10,000? No, you know what yeah. I mean? If it's got defensive <laughs> capability and it's got that type of AI, it's going to cost some money. Um, and I think to your point, uh, Fast Cart, you said this, and this is a good point. This is just the manufacturers that are pushing stuff out of New Babbage with Microtech. We don't know what Drake's going to put out, yeah. uh, what they're going to put out over at um, Hurston Dynamics. I mean, there's a lot of people. Crusader may put out their own stuff. So you might be kind of having to fish around based upon what your budget allows for. Right, and I, I like the idea that they're going to make you consider what ships you buy. You know, they're going to make you think, do, do you want to buy this overly expensive ship 
because you can't afford to put the components you need in it. Like you can't afford to make it into the ship that you're going to need it to be right. when you're ready to fly it. So do you want to buy this or do you want to go a step down by a different ship and then afford to make it a very good ship? You're going right. to have to think about these things when you're playing. I like that. That's a good point. Kevin, thank, thank you for thank the follow. follow, Kevin. <laughs> you uh, I'm sorry. It's the same problem I had in Eve. That we had um, the scope point system in Eve. Mm -hmm. you, you, you can, um, as soon as you get the ability to, to fly a battleship, people tell you not to buy a battleship as soon as, soon as you can fly because you, you, you need to train up the um, right. weapons and, and other components. I can see that happening in Star Citizen too. People buy the ship, not being able to afford the other component, and mm -hmm. Then cry when the ship blows up because um, they, they, they can't fly it well. Yeah, or complain good, about it. That's a very very good point. Um, Stellar, you mentioned about point defense. Yeah, we completely forgot about point defense AI for some ships. Uh, I know the 890s got point defense. There's several ships that have point defense uh, in them to defend from the rear and other stuff. So to be able to have that, maybe that's what the card is for. It's a good point. Um, you know, both of you guys mentioned good points too about people aren't always thinking about when they buy a ship we always talk about this what is the true operating cost of operating a ship and we're not just talking about fuel right we're talking about the insurance we're talking about the components i think most of you guys know that even when your ship is insured if it gets destroyed if you haven't purchased additional insurance to cover the components you got to go back That's and rebuy all that stuff all over again so you know trying to make money in this game is going to be a factor you know, no matter what, it's going to be a factor. Um, the hollow projector. Any thoughts on this? I know we shared some cool ideas earlier about this. Uh, I'm interested to see what, what, what their idea. You know what? If these what AI the keep are. pushing me around, push me around one more time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. Look at her. She got nerve to cut her eyes at me too. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. She making me mad. Hey, at least it's not Gigi pushing you around this time. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> <sighs> All right, J2. Thanks for hanging out, man. Always good to see you. So go ahead, Fast Cart. What were you saying about the uh, hollow projector? I'm sorry. No, I was done. Done with that. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. If if the hollow projector makes in-game communication, like if it streamlines in-game communication, then I'm mm -hmm. down. Because yeah. in-game communication is a mess right now. Yeah. Um yeah. And... Like if they, if you maybe buy the hollow projector and then it gives you the ability to use your Moby glass, you know what I mean, to mm -hmm. pull up a projection of the person you would like to speak mm. to or something along those lines, I would be totally for that. That would be very cool. Mm, it would be. Yeah, I could see maybe even yeah. in your apartments and stuff. You know, you have that projector there. That would be kind of like your your or phone call like or whatever. A specific, or even like like maybe the hollow table. If you plugged it into the hollow table and then you could have a large. Mm projection of whatever do you know what i mean mm -hmm. I, I think it would be cool. yeah that's like a mini version of the hollow table actually mm -hmm. right yeah okay. very cool okay yeah, Griffin, right. i think you better be careful because that that npc look like yeah she's cutting her eyes at me and stuff i, I know like, like what the heck like, man you worried you're gonna feel something yeah yeah she's gonna, she gonna call the manager real quick i know real fast sorry i got that like that is a scorching Karen Hyde 5000. Yeah, really. <laughs> For real. Okay. Uh, let's take a look at what's closest to us. Let's talk about the pods, sim pods. Uh, Gigi, I know you kind of jokingly said it, but you're absolutely right. You talked about being able to have a way to train, right? 
yeah. without having to worry about taking out your ship to yep. tear up your ship or minimizing yep. your risk. Yeah. And again, for those of you who are around in the early days, you remember that folks really did like these. They were very cool. They came in, in your hangar. Everybody had one. And it was the way to get into Arena Commander back in the day. Honestly, huh. like, I just got uh, Throttle and Joystick. Mm -hmm. And it would be so yeah. nice to have that, to be, you know, to teach myself on the Throttle and Joystick without having to take the ship out. What brand did you get? Oh. Thrustmaster, the fast car. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just asking. <laughs> How to talk to girls, Pod. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Admiral. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Um, here, we're back to the glass. The glass data pad. Any thoughts on that one? Last thoughts on the data pad? I'd be interested in seeing, uh, like, if you, put, if you put one in the backpack, like, how destructible it is, or how, like, um, if you damage or how, like can you repair it or if you gotta get a new one you probably have to buy several ones in case you in case the one that get that get damaged yeah probably you can just get insurance on it I mean, if yeah, anything like an ipad you can just get insurance well let, let me ask you this what are some what do you think would be practical uses for this i mean if you've got the moby glass what would be a reason? I'm still again. The only thing that popped in my head was something like a tricorder, but I, you know, I don't know if that would be practical. I mean, is there anything else you guys are chat? Same thing with you guys. Anything in particular that you think having some type of data pad would be good for? Manifest, I maybe. Think, I don't know. What do you think? I think controlling a ship, um, you control 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 an elementary ship through the pad, maybe instead of going through your yeah. Yeah. Mm. You know, there have been people who've been asking if. See, and CIG said they would, they were going to come up with this, where you could do things for your ship when you're outside of it, like being able to turn it on, for example, um, or opening the doors from, you know, as you're approaching it without having to physically go to the ship. Now, I saw something again, on Star Citizen. Go ahead, go ahead fast card. I'm sorry, but again, I don't see a reason why you couldn't be able to couldn't do, do, that, do that on your Moby glass. Well, that's what they were saying. They, I'm just saying they were saying that they would do it on the Moby, but who knows if, you know, something like this. I don't know. Now, I will tell you this. Oh, this you like Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, it, it could be like a, a separate M M MFD. If you could put it some someplace mm. on on your ship and have it uh, a third, uh, third or fourth screen. Mm. Could uh, could your engineer use it as a means? Because remember, we're going to be going into physicalized, limited inventory, right? Where your personal inventory. Is this a way to track how many shield That's generators you have on your ship? You know, how many yeah. torpedoes mm. are on your ship? You know what I mean? Yep. As a as a manifest That's of knowing what's on your ship. Or like a whole seat owner doing it like that. Yeah. It yeah. could be something along. What if you don't have that diagnostics table thing yet? You know what I mean? Maybe if you could just it's have a cheaper version. Head, it's a cheaper version. You can get around the ship and find out what you got, what's broken, what's not working. Yep. Admiral Kasangi said the same thing you just said. That's exactly what he said. Some type of diagnostics tool. Yeah. You hit that on the head. Um, I'm thinking also. When you oh, know how, there you go, Miss Hart. Miss Hart is an information trading. Oh, Miss Hearts, yes. Oh, Forgot right, all about right, that. Right. Forgot all about that. Yeah, your data, when you're doing uh -huh. data running, passing information to other people. I was just sitting here thinking about what happens when you go to a remote base and you're loading up cargo. You know, maybe you have to give the tablet to the guy behind the counter. He gives it back to you. That's the way of your manifest. Because if you notice on some ships where their um, storage areas are, there's a computer there for keeping track of what's on board your ship. But I love what Ms. Hart just shared. Absolutely. For data, passing that information on to other people, when you're trading information. Really, really good one. Really, really good one. 
This could serve or, as a server data bank. Yes. Or it could be uh, like you know how it's gonna they're, they're gonna um, introduce like um, item trading and currency trading. Yes. Maybe you could just put currency on on a pad and give it to someone else and, and pass it, it that be, way. Aware of not not being tra traceable. That would be another way to do it. Yeah. Versus the transactions where you're paying taxes, right? That could be another way mm -hmm. to do it. Yeah. It's yeah, a good point. Okay. A lot of good ideas there regarding uh, regarding the the glass data pad. Here are the minimum wage workers who are not helping us at all. Hi. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, thanks for coming in. I yeah, appreciate well, that. Minimum wage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you can get what you pay for, right? I get it. Okay. Um <laughs> Uh, I was going to share something. Oh, I know what I was going to share. Uh, I was watching Friday's show, and they asked the question of Todd Pappy and John Crew. And one of the things they said, and this blew my mind, when we were talking about being able to start your ship remotely, they talked uh -huh. about the fact that ships are going to eventually be at the point where, let's say you land on Microtech, and you decide to get off your ship for an hour or two to go do exploration, and you turn your ship off. When you come back, oh. your ship will be cold. And you will actually have to let your ship warm up. Warm her up, Lord. They talked about your components and stuff. Will be cold. They talked about when you open the front ramp, that all of your heat will go out, like as if you're trying to heat the outside, and that will affect temperature in areas your like that. That's exactly. That's exactly. What, that's exactly what Lando said. Lando said that his mom oh, said to man. him, "Like, were you born in a barn?" Exactly. You know. So those, are, I mean, those are interesting things later on down the line that they're going to be affecting things. What about the Moby Glass? Is there, if there was something in the Moby Glass you guys would want to see added or taken away, what would be something that you would want to see? They are going to be adding the currency because that's in here. They just added that in now, where you can pass money back and forth to people, right? I would like for beacons not to suck. Yep. Yep. Beacons would definitely be well to get them working. Yeah. Um, I would like. Um, I think it did come out in three ten, which is like a player to player, of um, money transfer. Yeah, that's out now. They just they just put okay. it into the patch. Yep. Thank goodness. Yeah, people. Oh. That's going to probably bring a lot of people back into playing because mm -hmm. even though people enjoyed going out with people like in a mole and doing mining, that they yeah, can't get the paid. compensation is what you really <laughs> want to have, right? You know, no matter what it is. I mean, people were figured, like I said, when the beacons were working, people figured to work around. But yeah, okay, Moby Glass is cool. Um, let's go back to this one because this is a big point of discussion earlier. The AR, the contacts. I know GD. I, I mean, I mean, who, who needs a mobile glass? Idea. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who needs a mobile glass when you just do, do everything and, and, and with your eyes and stuff but, like but that? But this is still this is still AR now. You know, it's a little mm -hmm. bit different. You know, it, it, my my question is: Are these you? Are they used for navigation purposes? In other words, they work similar to like, for example, IR glass. You know, IR, where you can see at nighttime. <laughs> Uh, I know they talked about it giving you information. I'm curious as to if it's some form of it enhancing your vision just as much as it is giving you information. Okay, I think well, the public state Warcraft, I, I think they told, they told the same purpose as, as, as wearing a helmet with, with um, DUI. You don't need to wear a helmet to, to, um, to have them. Yeah, that's what's going on in the chat. Chai Boy and Ops Chief says, Chai Boy says they said they were adding the AR because people hated Lucine chat when the helmet was off. 
mm -hmm. which I know I always turn off the chat when I don't have my helmet. It drives me crazy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then Opschief said maybe HUD info while not wearing a helmet. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. And I bet you these are going to cost a lot of money. Guaranteed. Mm -hmm. I will not purchase them. That ter The thought of that terrifies me. <laughs> I might, yeah. I might go for them. Guaranteed. I, might, I might go for that. I might, I might go for that Jordan LaFord look. <laughs> I'm going to pass. <laughs> okay. What do you guys think about this? Now, I'm going to throw a question out about these, the uh, Optivis. My question with this is, is that this was a premium that was given to people who spent, was it $5,000 fast card? You get this at 5000 or 1000 At 1000 right? At 1000 Yeah. So if this is worth, well, not worth, but if people got this at a $1,000 donation level, how much will these be in game? <laughs> What'd you say, G? 1500 to 2000 AUEC. No. <laughs> you think so? If I spent 1000 bucks and I got this in real cash? If not, if not way more. Yeah. If not, I'm gonna say, more. The, Yeah, the, the, the mobile glass is 4000 so I think these will be 10000 maybe. Oof. Maybe, I don't know. This would be the thing. I would give this over the contact lenses, though, because the idea of the removal. The monocle. Mm -hmm. with me, you know, just taking it on and off when I want it. <laughs> or or whatever the contact lenses cost, these will, these will be an order of magnitude more. See, I'm still hung up on the whole from hospitals to boardrooms. That's a wide branch of information. You know what I mean? To access data when you need it the most. I mean, I'm just saying. Time, like in hospitals, you know, a lot when they're doing surgeries, they're using Siri a lot and getting real-time information on what they're doing. Yeah. And also, when I was in, I want to say, whatever grade in high school, we did a, a thing where we watched an open-heart surgery via, you know, a satellite uplink. And yeah. uh, if it were to be something along those lines that you could use it for, mm -hmm. I could imagine. Yeah. That being something that, you know, just making, like they say, information a more streamlined thing. Because if you're talking to Siri, maybe it's a little simpler just to call out, see it, have it pull up in your eyes while you're continuously working. You don't have to stop doing what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Or again, this could be an, another way to transfer data or, or currency. You could t just pop out the, the monocle or hand it to someone untraceable. Hmm. Well, that's some straight eye spy kind of stuff there. Some James Bond <laughs> stuff you're talking about now. Okay. Interesting. All right. Did we hit all the items? We hit the AR. We hit the pad. We hit the Optiviz. And we hit the... Uh, yeah. We hit everything on this floor. So we're going to take a walk while we're talking. And chat, we're going to... Um, while we're making our way out to the spaceport, we're going to offer you guys some time to ask questions about any of the tech that we saw here at the store or any ideas or thoughts you have. If you guys want to go back and look at chat and see some comments that some people made, maybe we can talk about those while I'm making my way to the uh, spaceport. Yeah, that was at 1K, actually. Yeah, I was just typing that in. Aw, thanks you, Admiral. <laughs> That's really sweet. We're glad you enjoy and we're glad you hang around with us. I gotta get some water. Sorry. No, it's fine. 
Well, it's a good thing Gigi is here and not able to, you know, mess you up this time. Okay, you know, listen. Oh, yeah, that's I right. Did not you guys missed it. Him. Wednesday night, we were all on game, and Gigi kept pushing me out of the way every time she wanted to buy something. I did no such thing. <laughs> we saw it. Out, we have it. We have video proof of it. Yep. Even you the chat, even no the chat, even the chat, too. even the chat said you did it. <laughs> well, the chat was taking all sides. <laughs> all right. Any other, <laughs> what other comments we got in chat? I'm sure some people have given us some comments about some of this stuff. Oh, um. No, 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 no. What, 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 what? I gotta get on train before. Right miss the train. <laughs> no. <laughs> the other day when we were playing, I, missed, I almost missed it by like a second. And I'm like, don't get off, I'm coming, just stay on it. <laughs> <laughs> hold the door, hold the door. Oh, okay, I'm trying to reach out. Um, talk about AR. Maybe hunting for, yeah, that was, you already read that part. If you get it for being at the 1,000 mark, then you're basically getting it for free. If you go to spend 1,000 to get it, then yeah, it'll be like 890 jump and game at 30 million or more. Oh, he's thinking it's gonna be 30 million. You see. Um, that's um, Chai Boy. I agree that it's gonna be a lot. I don't know about 30 million though. Right. That's a well, lot. It, it's got it's got to be. I mean, I know that. Don't get me wrong. It's not like you're buying the monocle when you pay a thousand bucks. I mean, it's a premium that you get. I just think it's just that it's got to be for what for the information that it's giving you. I'm just kind of curious in UEC. You know, five grand. Uh -huh. Like you said, if a Moby glass is four grand, you know. But it depends on how much information you're able to get from it too. You know. Yeah, if a Moby glass is four grand and maybe the monocle is forty, I don't know. Yeah, hard to say. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm more, I'm more interested in how much time at the blade and everything else will cost, though. Yeah, I still think those blades are going to be expensive. Yeah, those are going to cost a mint. Now, how much do you think? Did you put a number to it? That's hard to say. I'm, um, I'm like eighty, maybe. Yeah, hundred grand. A hundred. Yeah, a hundred grand. Yeah. At least a hundred grand per unit. Um, the fact that it allows you to defend yourself like that, it's got to have value. And, you know, and that's still not a lot of money, to be honest with you. Um, <clears throat> if you're flying an $11 million ship, you know, like a, a hammerhead, uh, I, I'm, I'm not so sure that that's outrageous to say 100000 I mean, a good quantum oh. drive is about is that much money now uh, uh, for a good quantum I drive. I know what I wanted to say. Um, you're talking about um, the blades and stuff like that. Um, P uh, different brands and stuff like that. Also, remember that people, like uh, players, can manufacture some of the stuff themselves and have like um, and put like point values and that and min max stuff um, for their own purposes. So that'll be a thing too. This is true. So that'll be down the road. Mm -hmm. He thinks a top mm -hmm. blade will cost about 500k or more. That sounds mm. about right. Yeah, for the, for the top brand one, that sounds probably right. Yeah. Also, Ops Chief and Red Wolf are, and I are all talking about how long you take when you're shopping. <laughs> how long I take in my shopping? When you're shopping. Well, yeah. Well, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> that's not my fault. Why is this? Guy? 
knucklehead getting on the elevator with me. Well, you know, when when you're in in, in, in this store, the electronic shop, oh, you, you can take a while to make sure you, you make sure you, you, you have the right, all the right info. Really good. Make sure you. What the heck is he doing? Make sure you got the <laughs> you're getting the right Apple or whatever um, phone you're getting. Uh huh. Yeah, I do Crash spend time. They're, they're right. I do spend time shopping. I will say that. Upgrading for those big ships could cost two to three million. Yeah. Yeah, that is another factor, uh, Boy, um, depending on the ship, right? Because uh, we know different components fit different types of ships. So, you know, when you're talking about a, a blade that fits into something like a 300i versus a blade that fits inside of a hammerhead, you could be two different things. So those of you who haven't seen the new hangers, these are the AeroView hangers that they've uh, replaced now. And much more modern. Mm, I was gonna say, that looks nice. And the reason why we're going to the Carrick is because I wanted to go in and take a look and show you guys some of the component areas that we were talking about for some of those new items. I don't know how long a ship will allow us to be here before they despawn it, but we're gonna stick around long enough to uh, go on board and look at it. Done the other hangar jet or just the everyone? This is the only one that they've added because I don't know if you remember, but the, originally this was the same hangers internally as the Hurston hangers. So, this in this patch, okay. they finally modernized them, you know, so that they'd have their unique look to New Babbage. Um, let's see, go up first and then we'll come back down. <laughs> you want to meet that one, Judy? I can't wait for husband and wife combo shopping together. Guy sitting around waiting for his wife to buy outfits. <laughs> okay, so you were mentioning earlier about um, areas in the ship. Notice this door here. When you open it, in here, it says crossfeed line. There's a component here, but we don't know what this is exactly. Um, I need to put a helmet on so we can have some light. Hang on. Die boy, thank you for the follow. Appreciate that. Truly, we do. Truly, truly. Oh, I hope they put in fitting rooms, Quantum. Please give me a fitting room. I'm going to make Griff and the guys wait around for me all day. Oh, God. <laughs> Everybody's going to be sitting holding my bags and my purse while I'm trying to. Hi, why? Why? Hey, hey, does this make my butt look big? <laughs> I'm not touching that one. I'm going to. Okay, um, they changed the key for light to L. Yes, okay. By the way, uh, there are new key binds in 310. Um, what used to be T for torch is now L for light. So just be aware that they have changed that. Uh, this component door used to have nothing in it, um, but now it says it's an access point. Um, there's also this one here. See the avionics here? Yeah. Uh -huh. 
so these are the type of things when we start looking for where you know those units can go in. Oh yeah, that looks like where the um where a blade a blade could go or something. Blade blade could, go, yeah. could be, you know. Um and that's what Fast Car was re referring to earlier when he said we've got these different areas, uh, doors where we don't know that. This is the radar component here. And you can see these units, there's nothing in here right now because they don't have a radar component in game yet. Right, the feature, yeah. Mm -hmm. The functionality. It always amazes me how big this ship is. Oh yeah. I mean, you could just keep walking forever. Reasons why I don't buy big ships. I mean, my biggest ship is well, it's going to be the Merchantman, so I can't really say how big that is. But uh, my biggest oh. ship beside that is the Aquila right now. This is the wrong way, right? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't have a it's the wrong way. You know what? I, my, this is terrible that I can't remember how to get around on my own ship. Um, it's a big ship. I don't blame you. You need to get lost <laughs> on them. I remember, you know, you know how, how long it takes for people, people to get used to the start? The star fair, when it first came out, people were constantly getting lost on that ship. Yeah, but <laughs> this one, I shouldn't be getting lost on this one. I, it's actually a technical deck is what I wanted. I went down to the sub deck. Quantum says, imagine half your Idris inventory taken up by outfits. <laughs> <laughs> and don't laugh, it could happen. I would definitely do that. I would have most of my inventory taken up with clothes. <laughs> it could happen. Okay. <clears throat> um, so here's a, one portion for engineering. There isn't anything for components in here that I could see. Um, but if we go into engineering... And particularly <laughs> downstairs. And this is why I said that that cart would definitely be something that people can use. This is one for radar. This is shields. And then back here in the back is the power plant for the ship. And you can see these components are pretty big. This is, I think these are capital class, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken. Um, in fact, the Carrick, the funny thing about the Carrick is that it has uh, two sets of everything. There's two shield generators. Uh, this is a life support system for the ship, which we haven't seen the module for this either yet. We don't know what that's going to look like, but that's empty. And then in here, I think this is another area that we haven't seen yet in the game. And this is the fuel tanks. And I don't know, here's areas here for doors here, like Vascart was saying earlier. So where things like AI blades would go, you know, we can go up to the turret area and see if there's something there. Hmm. I mean, they're probably like, um, several components that we can't even access yet that you don't know about. Yeah, which could be the case. But 
again, these controls. Someone, so, someone in chat was saying that um, they, they, they didn't know about the, the, um, the, the, the component area that you opened up. Ah, okay. So, okay, so now we're going out to the turret area on the Carrick. Um, yes, yes, thank you for the follow. But see, here you go again. This is what you're talking about, Fast Cart. Where you have these other panels that we mm -hmm. don't know what they are. Yeah. And maybe, just maybe, this is the areas where something like an AI blade would plug in. Oh, can you show us where the um the globe was? Did you say with the black blank face now? Oh, um Or is that too far away? No no no. We can we can go there. Challenging my navigation ability of walking around this ship, I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to remember you where stuff. Trying to remember where stuff is at. Let's go to cartography, then we'll go from. Hopefully, we won't get booted off the ship before uh, before that happens. Yeah, Admiral just asked if you should take off. <laughs> yeah, I know, Admiral. I know I'm pushing my luck here. Hopefully, we'll get a warning. So here's cartography. This is what I was saying. If those globes could actually be miniaturized and fit where those blue balls are instead. Uh, mm. But I, I love the fact that the way this glows and the whole holographic feel of it, um, which is very, very cool. So you're saying before it had the, it had the ball in, in, in down down there where it's empty now? No, that's in the where we're going now. And uh, oh, okay. let me see if I can hurry up and get there. I'm going to try to get okay. there as very quickly as best I can. See, Chris and I are trying to avoid that. I refuse to get into that talk, y'all. Y'all have fun with that. <laughs> Alright, see? Remember this used to be holographic? Yeah. It used to be just, you know, like a glow, you know, oh, okay. lines. And now they've put that there. And again, notice this has that same railing around it and that same panel that we saw at the store yeah, yeah. right mm -hmm. so that's why I said this is probably going to get you know swapped out uh, for those items now since they've put this in here <clears throat> so who knows you know when 310 comes out or 311 we may actually see those globes on ships at least the ones that do have this um, so do you think that the, do you think that the placeholder globe is that going to be the way it is from now on I, again, I don't know because this never functioned. You know, before it was a placeholder before. I mean, the question is, there was a placeholder here before. Why did they all of a sudden take out that holographic thing and put this in here? And they did it when, when that thing came out of the store. You know, the, the stratosphere, stratosphere, whatever it's called, the holosphere. So I'm assuming, I'm assuming that they're going to replace this, that we're actually going to get the holosphere in here. Whether it works or not, I don't know. But the fact that there's something physicalized in here says to me that mm -hmm. maybe, maybe they will include it. Again, there are more panels, like you said, fast cart that we don't even have labels for. So uh -huh. whether the AI plugs into any of this stuff up here, you know, I mean, this is the other control area for the ship. So who knows, right? It's a red ball in white. Why is it so dark? Because I don't have it powered up. That's why, guys. I'm sorry. If we if we fire up, I don't know if I can I fire it. I don't think I can fire it up from here. Can I? Let's see. Yeah, we were just kind of running around looking at stuff, so I'm not sure. Here we go. We should get lights now. Anvil Aerospace, all systems online. 
Yeah. It's too dark here. Let, Griffin said, let there be light. Yeah. I'm going to turn it on if nothing else. Um... Okay. So it's a good thing you had a cat to, you know, source all this guy. Yeah. Nubifier. Hey, Nubifier. Thank you so much for that host. Appreciate that. Good to Thank see you, buddy. Nubifier. Good to see you. Um, yeah, so that's basically it for today, guys. We don't really have much more to show you other than that, but we will uh, take a couple of questions before we go. Um, what do you guys think about what you saw over at the uh, store? Uh, are you willing to work hard and spend money to get all those components? Uh, I, I will say this. I don't know how many people have done any upgrades to components on their ships so far. Um, I know one of the big things that I tell people to do, if nothing else, is to upgrade their quantum drives. Uh, but this other stuff that's going to be included, like AI, the AR um, contact lenses. How big of a rush are you guys going to be? I'm going to ask you guys both Gigi and uh, Fastcart. Are you guys going to think you're going to go for more of those personal items first, or do you think you're going to worry about upgrading your ship first? What's going to be like on your agenda, you think? Um, for me, probably, I would work on personal items first, um, because it's, with Star Citizen, you never really know. You know what I mean? I would rather wait for a bit, because nothing out of it They drop something new, mm. and if I spend a hundred thousand dollars on these components, a hundred thousand AUAC on these components, and then they do a server wipe and it's gone, I might stop playing Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> it'll behoove me to just give myself some time until there's a <laughs> way to do that without losing it. Yeah, for me, I think when it, when it goes li live, like persistent and no normal yeah. server wipe, I will probably go for uh, ship components first before personal, personal stuff. Unless I, unless I would do a little bit of both, but I would buy the more expensive ship component priority over the um, personal items, or maybe I would get like a a, a, um, a temporary um, mobile class that's, more, that's, more, that's better than the one that comes standard. Can't with the character until mm -hmm. I get it, until I until I get all my ships fitted out and then I go for the personal stuff. Okay. <clears throat> and do you guys feel that any of those items that we saw will help you with careers, or are they just going to kind of be like the cool thing to have? I mean, or do you see? Is there any? Oh, let me ask you this: Is there any item you saw that you thought would help you for your career and what you want to do in the game? Uh, that diagnostic table would probably help with the um, engineering or medical stuff, like. Okay. And also, I could use that diagnostics table in my mole if I'm um, mining mm -hmm. and probably use it, you know what I mean, to pick around with my, my lasers and things like that. So I would definitely be down for the diagnostics. You'd use that. I, well, obviously, and, I, go ahead. Oh, and the holographic table would definitely help out for people um, doing um, CNC stuff. Yeah. Now, I was going to say definitely the, the globe, the navigation globe. Obviously, for people who have the mm -hmm. larger ships, uh, I've got a 600, and I've got the, the Carrick. I've got the 890. So for navigation, I think anybody who has those ships are going to look forward to having them. Uh, I am kind of curious as to how much these items are going to cost in real time in the game. Uh, whether you'll be too able to insure them is another factor, right? Because like Gigi mm -hmm. said, if you spend all this money on these items, 
and they get destroyed, are they insurable? I know they keep talking about this. You'll be able to buy extra insurance. Um, Admiral Kasanagi says, you don't need the best stuff. Just upgrade your gear and ship equipment here and there as you go. Shields for a ship is the same for a personal armor. Protection is a key all around. Absolutely, Admiral. Oh. Mm -hmm. no, he said that, Chris and I said that, but I mean, for my merch, I mean, I'm going to want the best stuff to make sure it, 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 could, take a, it could take a beating before, before it blows up. So. <laughs> well, I think the other side of the coin is that he's saying that it's a progressive thing, right? Because a lot of times people, when they come in the game, the first thing they want to buy is a class one, level one something, right? And he's just saying, just as you can upgrade, if, and correct me if I'm wrong, Admiral, just continue to upgrade. Kusanagi. Kusanagi, the admiral says that okay that it just gets you progressively upgrade. There's somebody running around with a penguin over there, guys. Uh, <laughs> um, those are a big deal. You know what? I heard you could buy those here. I have yet to see that. that that penguin that was in the prison? Yeah, yeah, and you can buy them back at the place. I, it's a souvenir shop, and I have yet to get there, so I'm still trying to figure out so much about this game. I haven't hit yet. Um, but yeah, you, he's absolutely right. You do need to do upgrades little by little um, in, until you can get to the point where you've invested a decent amount in upgrading your ship. So, I uh, mean, when you buy when you build a new computer, you don't get like a, a thirty a thirty six hundred X before the thirty nine fifty X. You just go for the thirty nine fifty X on the first go around. True. True. Trying to see what else we got here. 15k quan 15k with each of the helmets <laughs> oh, <guess DC. laughs> okay well listen we are going to wrap it up for this week uh guys we hope you enjoyed the little tour that we did um definitely at the uh, at the store the apple store we always call it the apple store but it's the factory line <laughs> store um and uh this is going to be something that we can look forward to in game it's going to enhance gameplay as you guys can see uh we're kind of hoping you know 310 uh, there's a, uh, we've had several patches that have come out. Uh, it's still in wave one, which means the subscribers and concierge have access to it right now. Cosmic Synergy, thank you, thank you for the follow. Um, thank and, you. And, and and that means it's only there could be another wave two, which means it would go out to the next group. Um, Ty Pappy kind of alluded to the fact that it could go out just live to everybody at the very least, and we know that they'll do that. So my guesstimate is that um hopefully by next weekend it will be out to everybody in the ptu it may not be live but hopefully it will be out to everyone so that all you guys can get a chance to monkey around in the game and, and take a look around and try out all this cool stuff that's in here there is a lot of stuff in this patch uh, i highly recommend if you guys one of our soul citizens dig that 32 just put out a youtube video today and he gives a synopsis of what's in 310 our good friend nubifier has put out a video talking about what's in 310 guys trust me it's it's not a small patch there's a lot of good stuff uh everything from the flight new flight model the flight uh flight systems that are in the game targeting is in the game uh we talked about the uh the app that you can use for trade that's in the game and a lot of other enhancements and quality of life stuff that they've added into this particular patch so we really want to encourage you guys to uh to take a look at those yeah go ahead fast car Griffin, if you do, you remember how, how big, how how big and gigabyte the patch was when you downloaded it? Ooh, I it 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 didn't take a long time to download. Um, I would almost say like any other update patch, it was that same amount of time. It wasn't like a hot fix, you know what I mean? It Catch took a couple minutes. To yeah, right, right. But I'm just saying, there's a lot of people just didn't think there was a lot. Sometimes when people 
take a look at the roadmap and they only see like let's say there's like 11 items up there or 12 items they think mm -hmm. that's all there is but if you look at the patch notes you'll see there is a ton of stuff that they have put into the game so i just want to encourage people to let them know that 310 is a pretty decent patch of stuff that's going in 311 uh, is a little bit, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, 3, 312 is a little thin. We just saw 312 come out on Friday. It doesn't have a lot of stuff in it, but that's because 4.0 is right afterward, and I think 312 is going to be more of a let's clean up everything we can in the 3 series before we go to 4, um, and that's in the last quarter of the year when we get that, and 4.0, of course, is for first quarter next year. So we still have 311 to go, 312 to go, and then 4.0 to go. Okay. Um... Yeah, absolutely. Improvements to the flight. I'm enjoying the dogfighting in AC. Yeah, Nubifier, absolutely. People have been talking about that. And that's probably the one thing. And I know you've been... <laughs> I've seen plenty of your videos where you've talked about wanting to go back to the old flight model. And it seems like that CIG is finally starting to get it nailed right. So that'll be that'll be really great. Uh, okay, well, we're going to wrap up the show. Oh, before we go... Wait, before we go... Yes. Everyone... Oh, wait, wait, before you share that, before you share that, let me share the, the video first, and then we'll come back to that, okay? As you guys know, we mentioned at the beginning of this month that one of our friends, uh, his name is Fullback, uh, his mother's home was destroyed uh, during a uh, kind of like a tornado, a microburst that came through. She lives in a trailer, and it was destroyed, and uh, they've been trying to raise money to help her out. She's a senior citizen. She had let her home insurance expire just because she couldn't afford to keep up with the payments, and so we decided that we would... Uh, advertise their um, GoFundMe page uh, and, and we just want you to go take a look at that GoFundMe page. For those of you who've gone there and given, and we know many of you have, we truly appreciate it and Fullback told me to tell all of you that his mother loves you in his Jama in her Jamaican accent. He, I, I, I will not try to imitate it, but she said tell <laughs> all those she said tell all those young, lovely young people thank you. Oh my God, I love them. She tell them I thank you. All babies. Yes, all the babies. He said tell, <laughs> tell them, them thank you. Thank you. So we truly appreciate those of you who've been able to give. Even if you just went by and took a look at it, we really appreciate the fact that you guys took interest in it. So we're going to show that video real quick. And then we're going to come back, and Gigi's going to share a really cool bit of information with you guys. And, uh, yeah, so just check out this video real fast, okay? If it comes up. Right now, cleanup efforts are underway in Davie after some severe storms ravaged the area last night. Local 10 Cyra Onward is live at the scene with how a mobile home community is coming together to help each other out. Cyra. So this weather really created a scary situation last night at this Davie mobile home park. But today the stress and fear lies in how are they going to clean this all up? Last night, Local 10 spoke with Rachel McCarty about the damage sustained to her mobile home after a passing of what the National Weather Service called downburst winds. Today, she's left with a mess. Help desperately. <laughs> what does a cleanup like this entail? What needs to be done? Well, as far as the cleanup, the whole front inside is soaking wet. It's going to have to be demoed all the way down to the bare wood. Then you'll have to check the bare wood to see if it's any good. It needs to be replaced. But kind neighbors like Marco Ramalotti lending a hand with the cleanup. Trees everywhere, mailboxes knocked down, and obviously this lady lost her roof. But with damage this bad, they could use a hand from you. I went and got her tarps. I have a ladder. What I'm asking for the public, please, anybody can come out here and help us put these tarps up. 
So we are at Park City Estates in Davie. That's off of Southwest 83rd Terrace. You heard Marco earlier. If you're in the area, they could really use a hand. They've got some heavy tarps that they need help lifting. Help to help this woman who's already been through so much. Her mobile home's basically destroyed. So come out here and help again. Park City Estates. We're live in Davie. Syra Onward, Local 10 News. Oops, sorry, we're back. Gigi, you can go ahead and jump in. I'm, we got a little bit of delay. <clears throat> okay, everyone. So, if you guys have been following us on Twitter, which you should be, at Soul Citizens, go follow, please and thank you. Um, then you will have seen over the past couple of weeks, we've been dropping small hints about something big that's coming up. And today we are going to announce that on the first Friday of August, we're starting a new show. Yay! <laughs> so on Fridays, we're going to be doing a um, an interactive show. So you guys will be able to talk to us, ask us questions, and maybe even come in on the show and drop in for a few minutes you know um so we would really love your support please go ahead check it out on the twitch i'm um, not the twitch the um twitter sh um, link and then hit us up on the first friday of next month we're going to be here it's going to be a great time everybody yeah and that's going to be at 10 30 central time 11 30 eastern time so we're going to be it's going to be a late night thing and we're really excited about it we're looking forward to it. it's going to be something kind of different so uh, Fast Cart's a little nervous if you look at his face. He's 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 half grinning about it. So <laughs> we're trying out something totally different, and we hope you guys will join us. We think you guys are going to have a lot of fun with us. Uh, so we're really looking forward to that. Um, there is a link in chat for the video that we just showed you guys for Fast Cart's mom. So if you guys uh, if you haven't had a chance, take a look at the site. There is information there, um, and uh, if you can give, that's really great. If not, thanks for even just checking it out. Um, yeah, that's about it. Uh, yeah, I know it's past your bedtime. No, Ops Chief, it's not past your bedtime. It's Friday nights, and I know you off on weekends, so you can be here for the game. There's no question about that. Gigi, you got anything you want to close us out with? Tell everybody where they can find you or what you're doing uh, as far as, uh, you know, streaming or whatever. You can find me at the Green Eyed Gal on Twitch. You can find me at the Green Eyed Gal on Twitter. Um, I do stream ESO and sometimes of course, Star Citizen. Um, so hit me up and let's hang out, everybody. It'll be a good time. Absolutely. Art Cato, thank you. Thank you for the follow. We appreciate that. Il Bombal, we didn't see you when you came in, but thank you for the follow. I don't think we got to acknowledge you when you came in as well. And uh, Fastcart, anything you want to share about you, where you've been, where can we find you, where can we lose you, whatever you want to share. <laughs> <laughs> And look at him. He's muted again. I, you know what? This is twice in a day. This is, write it down, gang. Write it down. The master himself. Twice, twice, twice. Damn sure. Ah. Yeah. let him live it down. Don't let him live it down, y'all. Hit him. Hit him hard. Don't let him down.
Um, yeah, if, if it was someone else, I would be hitting them back, so I deserve it. Fine, let me have it. Give it to me. Give it, give, it, give it to me. No, I um twitter.com forward slash fast underscore cart. Uh, I'll be on Miss Hutch on Tuesday with um the 80s show with another Fights of Rhythm set. Um, find me on Wednesdays and Fridays with um Silver Bassey on on, ta- on Table of Horror. And sometimes I'm on, um, um, I'm on, uh, Captain Table with Paul Shelley or Relay Station with, um, Relay underscore SC. Absolutely. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, I haven't seen you. You haven't been, you've been like behind the scenes a lot recently. You haven't been out there. We, uh, what's going on? You've been working behind the scenes with people all the time, Fast Cart. I don't know. You're always staying busy with something. Um, Miss Hearts, you are here. And I just dawned on me that I have not reconnected with you. Are you good for next week before I make this next announcement? Would next week work for you? Woohoo! All right. Gigi, why don't you tell everybody what's happening next week for the show next week? All right. So Griff has browbeat me into it, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> He's no. good at that. <laughs> next week we're going to be doing a Ladies of Star Citizen show. So we're going to have some women on who are going to talk about our experience in Star Citizen and video gaming and just let you guys know what it's like to be a girl in the games. Yeah. So we've got Miss Hearts. She's going to be joining us. Big one, Miss Hearts. Big Star Citizen person. We're very excited Mm -hmm. to have her. We have Dr. Mysterious from from, uh, Vector27 who will be joining us. And we have Epic Lala. Some of you guys know Epic. She's been around a long time as well. And of course, Gigi's going to be on the show. So next week, no, not big like that, Miss Hearts. I mean, like big name. (laughs) Oh my God. See, that's the type of stuff you got to watch out for. That's the type of, because see, she will be on here next week talking about, see, this is the type of stuff men be saying about us. That's that's what I'm talking about. So this is exactly what we're talking about. And you know that I'm being quiet. <laughs> so we've got some we've got some big names. Let me say it that way. We've got some big names that are gonna be on next week and we are so looking big forward names, to and it. And they just threw me in there. Yes. So, so yeah, you know, this will be great. <laughs> <laughs> so Women in Star Citizen is gonna be our show next week. So you guys come, make sure, hang out with it. And <laughs> look at the Ops Chief. See, there we go. Here we go. Look at this. Listen, yes, the guys are starting. There are They're starting. Listen, Who listen. I know. They, they're taking notes, fellas. Be careful of what you write down. All right. So they're going to be here <laughs> next week. So we want you guys to join us for the fun next week. Thank all of you all for hanging out with us. If you're not following us on Twitch, please do follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. We're on all those platforms. And again, make sure you guys stop by the Factory Line store if you're not in 310 yet. And when you do get in 310, make sure you do uh, stop by the Factory Line store. And yes, Griffin, Griffin will apologize. Thank you, Standard. If I offended anybody out there today, I apologize (laughs) before I get in trouble, before I get in trouble. So we're going to look forward to seeing you guys next week. Let's see who we have tonight to raid. Who is available? Oh, Uh, you see anybody fast cart in particular that would be good to raid? Is there anybody? I see can... someone with two viewers. Um, his name is Wolf X W K. I'm gonna make sure I'm refreshed to make sure he's still. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. muted, right? <laughs> no, you're not muted this go around. <laughs> uh, let's see if he's still on there. Yeah, Wolf X W K. He has two viewers at the moment. Wolf X W K. All right, yeah. 
All right, hold on. Let me see. Griff's love of origin offends us all, J2. Don't worry. <sighs> see, he don't have tenth here today to back him up, so he's not going to say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. You know what? Is it sla you know what? I've, I'm so used to doing automated raids. I haven't done a manual raid in so long. Is it slash raid or raid slash? I can't even remember it's anymore. slash raid. Okay. Slash raid. All right, guys, you all make sure that you all give Wolf a shout here. Uh, let's see. Raid send to channel. Yes, I said yes to that already. Why are you asking that twice? All right, here we go. We're counting down. 890 jump victims. All right, listen, don't start Don't start picking on no luxury stuff. You know you guys will get some serious hate from me. Do not even begin to start. All right, we're logging out of here. We'll see you guys next week. Peace, Bye. love, and soul. Take it easy.